Hey, you cool cats and kittens. This is uh, Manny from the podcast. Uh, before this episode of Countdown to Infinity and Avengers podcast, I just want to let you know of a way you can support the pod. And no, I'm not talking about donating your tigers uh, to us. We're, I'm talking about uh, going to patreon.com slash delphinpod, D-E-L-F-I-N-P-O-D, patreon.com slash delphinpod, and supporting us there for as little as a dollar a month or just a little bit more you can help us keep this podcast going during these um, incredibly difficult times for everyone. Um, there's exclusive episodes there of this podcast and more. And there's even uh, some animated little short films that we've made for you at patreon.com slash DelphinPod. Thanks so much. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to Countdown to Infinity and Avengers podcast. Oh boy, howdy! What a day! What a week to be recording. What a yeah, yes. What a, what an era. Yeah, I mean, I, I think this is this goes uh, unsaid. This episode is coming out of Patreon like very very soon in a very interesting time, but it'll be released publicly probably in a month or so. Podcasts um, are a really good way to take up your time. Yeah, now. if you happen They're to be totally quarantined, yeah, we, exactly. We actually do have quite a few listeners in Italy uh, on the public feed and um, we, a lot we, of places like that. Yeah, our heart goes out to that. You know, all jokes aside, let me yeah. seriously be safe, guys. You know, yeah, wash your hands. It's, it's yeah. So I don't mean, touch your face. There's not much Brush we can. Teeth. I think that's the biggest thing we can use our time. Our our skill. I was about to call what we do a skill, <laughs> but we can use what we do to help you pass the time if you are not at work and having to stay home. Um, but also. You know, spread spread some uh, awareness about okay, cleanliness. Okay, like, don't <laughs> spread. <laughs> telling no, 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 spread bad word. Yeah. But yes, uh, so yeah, just a good preface for that. Just, Everyone on Patreon too. Be yes. smart. Be smart about it. Yeah, be smart. Guys. I mean, don't panic. That's what that's what I feel Shit, like. It, that, that's the biggest thing I think is yeah. the panic that causes a whole bunch of. Uh, runs on toilet paper yeah exactly where it's like damn like now who toilet paper cures corona could, could, like, yeah i know i was like corona doesn't give you diarrhea <laughs> you don't need to fucking <laughs> and you two always make fun of me because i don't wipe but who's laughing now <laughs> we still are crusted over you listeners are lucky like, you can't I, you can't I, smell the podcast i, I think you have a very in, different problem than coronavirus <laughs> yeah, i just lay down in the shower face down oh. and, and let it run on on the beach face down ass uh, up that's the, the way shower. you like to camp um but yeah anyways everyone be safe uh, hi hello yeah, yeah hi guys welcome back uh so countdown to infinity we watch every single marvel movie in the marvel cinematic universe and now we're gonna tackle the movies not in the marvel cinematic Did we universe take a break Did, can you guys explain where y'all's break why the nope. break happened or no we took a break oh oh you're saying okay i thought you were talking yeah, about we were on a break like love, rachel and ross yeah, I love we that. were on, on a break, break. <laughs> yeah gotcha damn y'all are promoting hbo max right now it's terrible <laughs> boom guys only 7.99 a month i think i don't know i don't know about that it's more fuck yeah. uh friends reunion but so me and andrew we took a little trip we're going on a trip being a little rocket, rocket ship. ship what and a favorite. I thought it was favorite. <laughs> they have multiple rocket ships? Little Einsteins? Yeah, exactly. Did you know Little Einsteins only was on for two seasons? Isn't that crazy? What They're a canceled. Shame. What a shame. Somebody get that show back. HBO Max, bring it back. <laughs> bring it back. Again, HBO Max, a new season and reunion for Little Einstein. I feel like we can talk a lot about the main thing y'all went for, but what about that nice 
Marvel stuff that y'all experienced Ooh, over there. Did so, we? Uh, Andrew and I went to Los Angeles, the city. Los Angeles. Angels. La La Land herself. Los Angeles. We were balls deep inside it. We were so far in. Uh, we're in the middle, actually. Of yeah. that pandemic. It was the uh, peakest like, in the middle. <laughs> we went to Anaheim. Uh, we experienced Galaxy's Edge. We'll do that on our Star Wars podcast. But they also just announced today a lot more of this. But we also got to experience a little bit of Marvel. A little, a little taste. A little taste of Avengers Campus. What did y'all do? We actually got on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout, which is right at the edge of where they're going to open up the Marvel place. And so there's already kind of like hints dropping. They have a big old Captain America shield you can take a photo with and they have the Dora Milaje out there mm, and that's they so have, cool they're just walking around um, which Spider-Man is and Black Panther walking out there and outside and, um, of the Daily Bugle which yeah, is, is exactly. the building there there's the flyers, there? Fly, flyers up for like uh, like old newspapers Iron Man missing Iron Man and, yeah. um, they have just uh, little hints uh, Groot, Groot was walking around outside Mission Breakout and I say all of the construction says you know Stark Industries yeah, all over is it, working yeah. on this but part of the immersive part that I'm excited for is the fact that they're going to do a lot of work to make sure that you think you're inside of the Avengers campus. So um, when I came back, when Le- this was my first, uh, I think, uh, time on a plane. And I used this one trip to kind of hit multiple birds with just one stone. Literally, he Clearly. murdered a lot of birds. Literally, our, our plane <laughs> was getting hit a bunch of turbulence. I know. A lot of um, geese. Of the birds. <laughs> yeah. Geese. And so, um, yeah, it was my first time on a plane. First time. I mean, I've been out of state before. But to be honest, I don't really count them because they were so like small that it wouldn't. It would, it's, and you and, and, out of state. And it was a prison yeah. sentence. So yeah. you had yeah. no choice. Well, I went to like a hotel, I think in Georgia, and then I stayed there and we gambled and then I went back. And Whoa, so I didn't get Louisiana, to experience. Louisiana, I'm sorry. See, I didn't even remember what yeah. it was. Like, yeah, it was in Cachada. I'm sorry. You're right. But um, that's all we did. And so I was inside and I, I could have done that at Eagle Pass. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? And so I've been to Mexico also, but uh, again, I was so young that I don't even remember it. And so and this it was, was also my, a drive for that one. Like, it was, it was on a bus. Plane. Yeah. It was the worst. Wow. But um, mm. I mean, uh, aren't planes just the bus of the sky? Mm, I got to John. John's Mexico, book but, of musings coming out this but, uh, yeah it was my first trip to um, anything like this uh, so it was uh, pretty awesome and I didn't want to leave and so now I'm planning and my Andrew s- just so you know Andrew held my hand the entire time I he wouldn't so let go I was so depressed leaving uh, yeah I, I, like hearing the you got a friend in me and like I was like God this is the worst that's like, what they do over there at Disney baby God and so I'm itching to go back and I've already planned on going back a little bit uh, uh, it, after September between uh, September and October if it's still there um, yeah. Well, if what's still there? John thinks that we're going to go through a nuclear bomb oh, quarantine. Okay. I'm just kidding. John, I was like, what the fuck's going to happen? I mean, but I see. John's Zombie. threatening Disneyland. Okay. I know. Oh, no. Um, but yeah, so um, I think that's a perfect time. It's a because nice Because the quiet. Avengers campus will open by then, which is in July. I think on the 21st, they said maybe. July 21st. But you don't want to go during summer because that's going to be crazy. 100%. And so I want to wait until after school, but also the weather needs to be a little cooler. And so I think that'll be the perfect time to go. John, this, you going to go? This coronavirus will if have subsided. Uh, subsided uh, a little bit I think I want to talk about that a little bit I know we talked about coronavirus a lot but I think a lot of the reason why we were able to do literally everything Everything. at Disneyland is because crowds were so small they canceled conferences we got I mean we didn't wait that long for anything I think we there was no wait that was more than 30 minutes now i Everything. mean we're talking and we, rise and we, got of res- 20, we got on 20 rides we're talking about rise of resistance that huge ride millennium falcon well, smugglers honest, run. I, i'm sure it booked up the rise of resistance, oh yeah, but yeah we yeah. just got lucky but we still did one. we did but still smugglers did so much. run we did smugglers run twice we did uh that being said keep your ear out on the feed we might have a 
live from marvel what are they calling it avengers campus yeah and some of it sounds really exciting they're gonna have the the they're gonna have so there's gonna be a phase two there's gonna be a swinging spider-man there's gonna be a swinging animatronic spider-man there's gonna be a spider-man ride where tom holland uh reprises his role and it's gonna be a virtual reality thing so you're gonna get to thwip uh, it's a lot there's a buzz lightyear ride like it right now where you're you're shooting like uh arcade games and i think it sounds like it's gonna be really similar when they have the the the, to be honest, I want to die in there, and that's what sounds like the, the dine most, there. I thought you said yeah. die in there. Oh yeah, also oh, that my. would be awesome. <laughs> you might. I know. Yeah. Hey, to be quarantined at Disneyland is not a bad quarantine. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I could play with all the cats and the geese <laughs> and the ducks. Um, <laughs> it's going to be a pim, like a Hank pim. That's thing. exciting. And so I'm, I, I wouldn't doubt that there's going to be a grape, like the size giant of giant grape. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but and then it's going to be like a burger, but they're going to be little burger little bites bags, or something. Yeah. You're, you know, yeah. and so they're going to play with stuff like that. And that sounds really, really fun. I'm most excited for two things. The first is uh, apparently the most intense roller coaster that will be there that is probably three years away from being I, made. Yeah, I was like, I think that's in phase two. It's really far. They're but open it. also to see the Sanctum Sanctorum, apparently it comes to life at night to be a totally different thing. So well, that'll be exciting. Appa- and also the stunt coordinator who worked on Black Widow coordinated the stunts that they're going to do there. Wow. And so they said throughout the park, you'll see people the, flipping shit. You know, the Avengers fighting Taskmaster. Oh, and so, yeah. Like, it's just kind of like the way they have Ray and Chewbacca yeah. running around. I think they'll just break out into fights with Hydra soldiers and stuff like that. And you're going to get to train alongside of them. So I assume that's, really that that's cool. kind of like the lightsaber You get thing. to build a spider bot just like you can build a droid. So that's yeah, probably um, one, another hundred. His name is Spider Bro. Spider. Oh, my God. Uh, but, get it right. But Avengers Camp is super excited. John? Maybe you'll come. Yeah, maybe possibly. you'll maybe yeah. you'll come, and then you'll go over to the park. Also, <laughs> you'll come when you're at the park for oh, sure. Oh God! You'll you'll shoot the Spider-Man everywhere. I think you guys would also like Universal Studios. That was a lot of fun because I you know would definitely like you Universal know who's at Universal Studios? Studios. Harry Potter. Fucking Kevin, Bob, and the rest of the Minion Gang, baby. Oh, <laughs> banana, banana. You're saying banana. Kevin? I was like banana. Kevin, Feige, McAllister. Oh, yeah. Kevin Feige is at Universal Studios, and the Invisible Man. He's there too, baby. Oh, shit. Um, okay, so keep a lookout. Avengers Campus coming to you soon. Uh, I, I just made these plans public, and like I'm sure both, both of you didn't know about this. I didn't. When we, I told we, you. Are, we are definitely planning on going. But are you down October? September, no. October? Because September would be passed after yeah. after my birthday. Oh, let me give and you my October cre- would be before John's Let me John's give you my birthday. credit card number right now. Hold on. Here it is. Six? I'm just kidding. But six, this but this six, episode six. So that's a nice teaser for the Avengers Campus episode. This episode we're talking about a movie as well. We're talking about X-Men First, first class. class. You know what they say if you're not first class, you're Your first coach. ass. Oh shit. Oh fuck. Yep. Your I'm, first ass oh my yeah, God. to Is, go to get clapped. That's the name of Donald Trump's donkey. Uh is the first, first ass of the United the States. Ass, yeah. Hey. Donker. <laughs> That's also, oh, I don't want to get political, but that's what I call Donald Pence. Trump himself. Oh, okay, my bad, sorry. That's what I call, his, like, what I call his butt. <laughs> hey, that's the first ass. Yeah. <laughs> You're like in a yeah. literal sense. And if he sits on me, the last ass. <laughs> um, but I, I, so, you know what's insane? When, when we saw, when I looked up X-Men First Class, I feel like it was just a couple summers ago, but it's been out for like a decade. Years, yeah, right? a long, long time. I said long weird. Matthew Vaughn directed the first time we see James McAvoy, uh, Michael Fassbender, Michael Fassbender, Jennifer Lawrence, Oscar winning uh, actress Jennifer Lawrence, and the rest. <laughs> Rose yeah. Byrne. Jennifer Lawrence was on her way up um, career wise at this point because she had just been Oliver cast Platt. in the. 
Oliver Platt. It's fucking molten. I was so upset that Oliver Platt didn't last the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. God, well, Oliver Platt's a, a great uh, movie. Um, I thought you were going to close down his restaurant, you but, fucking asshole. <laughs> the, um, Chef. The, He's also uh, in 2012, my favorite movie. But yeah, like Jennifer Lawrence was like on her way up. Um, she had just got cast as uh, Katniss Everdeen and like you know in, in the wow. Hunger Games and stuff. And this and is somewhat cool. of a soft reboot, would you say, of the X Men franchise? Because we've obviously have the quote unquote original X Men, the Brian Singer kind of really moody, dark action movies that that grew up along or came out and evolved alongside Spider Man, right? As yeah. like the darker, more serious. Marvel like, films. Yeah, and these these Marvel movies or the X-Men movies uh, were very famous for kind of like taking a lot of liberties with their characters. Do they have like, a name, this group of... Because there's X1 or X-Men, X2, and then X-Men, X, X-Men 3, The Last Stand? I don't know. I think this is like they, literally they, just called the first class. The, okay, cool. Because yeah. they merge at some point too, which we'll talk about later, which we'll probably There's review days of future past, which is, um, we've done that for revenge of yeah. the sequel. And like, I think we've done it a uh, really good. And job also we talked about the Phoenix. What was it called? Phoenix, dark Phoenix, dark yeah. Phoenix which came out last year. Everyone. Right. Yeah. And this, this actually, yeah, it, it's, so it's been going on since 2011 yeah. basically this, cause this movie came out in 2011. I remember being, uh, you know, in college at the time and then, um, somewhat very optimistic about it because you, didn't you know it's a, a brand new director you know obviously a singer didn't do this one matthew vaughn who had just done um i forgot what he had just done but people he know just from, done kick-ass but he also did kingsman like he kingsman, has yeah he does um frenetic style of action that is like you know right it's, good. it's also brighter colors like he doesn't kind of like you know he obviously doesn't have a very uh they're weird f- hue like the way um, they're fun I, I think all his movies are fun right like, they're exactly. not and this one is too moody. this yeah. one's actually very uh a very smart take on it's a really cool interpretation. I'm kind of yeah. like looking at the screen while we're talking because well, like, I can't want to keep watching it. Um, it's a very cool interpretation of Brian Singer's X-Men because yeah. Brian Singer's X-Men are very much their own thing. And when they came out, you know, obviously they're, I don't want to say they're not aging too well because some of those movies do age kind of well, but... I mean, you know, the, the technology this, wasn't there. Like, they're well, very this, melodramatic. In they're this very day different. and age too. Yeah, because they were made when superhero movies weren't cool. So like, you know, they were trying to make them cool in a way. Um and so, and I think that's to a fault. Like, you know, they kind of kept that aesthetic even up until, you know, Dark Phoenix, which, you know, kind of hurt them. But this um, Matthew Bond, little soft, or Matthew Bond, Matthew Vaughn, Matthew, Matthew Bond. Bond, Matthew Bond, Bond, <laughs> Matthew Bond, Bond, Matthew Bond, Matthew Bond, Star Wars. Matthew Vaughn's little soft reboot uh, here really did wonders for the franchise. Yeah. They kind of like re, um, reignited it to say it's interesting because i don't feel i feel like x3 didn't come out that long before this the right, other big thing 2007 this movie is, i think x-men origins wolverine was even recent there was more 09, yeah, that's right oh yeah, nine yeah and i think that this is also in the continuity of the other x-men movies we know because there's a cameo in it from someone in the x-men movies but it's also an origin story of sorts for some of the titular char- characters of X-Men when they're younger. Um, uh, and it, it also had been in the works for a really long time. This, I, I was going to, man, I, I wish I wrote down the things that I, that I saw about this movie, but they originally had a very different idea for what this movie was going to be. It was going to be basically set in the Holocaust yeah, fully. It was, a, it was an X-Men. They combined basically two ideas from this movie, from what I got yeah. reading. And I don't know if this is the info that you came across, but... I don't know. The info that I... Um, I remember because following it when it came out, um, that they were going to make... So X-Men Origins Wolverine was... 
The a disaster. Hit. I mean, no, it was a hit financially, but like you know, obviously, like nobody really. The worst of... X Men movie, probably. I don't know about that. Well, you, I, I think you could um, see wires. Well, I mean, oh my God. Dark right. Phoenix uh, was pretty. <laughs> I don't bad. know. Yeah. Plus, Logan was boring as fuck. Anyway, um, oh, I'm just kidding. So, so anyway, so like, <laughs> X Men Origins Wolverine came out. The next movie that was in the pipeline, written by David Goyer, was X Men Origins Magneto, mm, and that I involved that. that involved a story about Magneto, basically. Hunting Nazis, the people that basically wronged him, Which until he gets to the. You're right. Thing. That, there's hints of that in this. Yeah, hints. There are <clears throat> scenes of that in the movie. Then you know, at the same time, the X Men First Class comic book came out. Which was like, you know, it was a it was a comic book. I was going to ask about that because I heard that it, they were like, this comic book's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, because they they show like they went back to the beginning. X Men, you know, like the way at the time, because I think now they've had a couple of reboots since then. Yeah, but at the time, you know, the there's continuity is all over the place. If you know anything about the X Men in comics, which um I constantly I, time travel. It's well, it's also like X Men. The X-Men portion of the Marvel Universe can be their own separate universe because they have so many mutants and so many, like, you know, there's so much characters, there's so so much lore in there that you kind of forget because every now and then they do kind of cross over and combine with Avengers stuff. And you kind of forget that because you're just like, whoa, I forgot, like, you know, Captain America lives in the same world as fucking Magneto. Well, and I think it's what makes some of these movies so difficult to make also is because some people can't balance that amount of cast or um, mm, uh, exactly you yeah. can't you can't tell a story with you know some of them are going to be fodder where you're like oh there's 20 five of them are going to survive and, yeah. you, 15, and, you, you know, and I and for Singer he mostly gravitated to Wolverine and yeah, Jean Grey yeah. and the, the, the iconic ones you know Wolverine is a is an iconic member of the X-Men. He's not... X2 is basically the Wolverine. Right, exactly. <laughs> Origins so, movie. Yeah, but for this movie, this movie basically combined the Origins Magneto story with the first class and kind of like just yeah. made an origin story basically for Magneto and Professor I want to ask you about this before we talk about our first impressions of this movie. Um, but in the comic book, because one of the things that I loved about this movie was the historical background and context of it. The Cuban Missile Crisis, the Soviet Union. Is that something that happens in the comic book? Um, a lot, like almost like it's just slices of history, but mutants are inserted in there. I'm sure it happens all the time because yeah. that's, I mean, it, a lot of these stories are inspired by true events or Watchmen whatever. Watchmen kind of deals with this a little bit, too. Yeah, I don't think to that extent, though. Yeah, like, right, exactly. Yeah, I think this screenplay is very much, in other words, I think it takes the title of the X-Men First Class comic book, but it doesn't really take the story of it, mm. other than the fact that literally it's, it's an origin talking story. About, yeah, yeah literally about the, the first the older ones, class. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, cool, because we'll talk about our first impression next, but that's one of the things I really What if it was just them flying on an airplane? <laughs> It's just sir, a, like two-hour flight. Sir, we've upgraded you. To, to what? X-Men. <laughs> first class. <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, but Andrew, we'll start with you. What were your first impressions of this movie? Rewatching it now? And I guess if you watched it back in 2010. Um, I don't believe I caught this one in the movie theater. Uh, John might correct me because he remembers shit like that more than I can. But um, I remember watching it um, for sure at home and freaking out at how good it was and i remember it i had mixed reactions about the reboot thing where i was like man i like the x-men one two and three the original right there yeah and know. i was like man like hugh jackman killed it and uh, patrick stewart killed it and ian mckellen and um you know and, and things like that and so i was like man like wh how are they gonna do this and stuff and 
to be honest, I never expected what it could be where they just combine both cast and Days of Future Past after this. Oh, which I, is just insane. One which of the is, better, it's, it's like an, not it, the best. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. It's like an Avengers thing where it's yeah. like the Avengers of X-Men. and It's already hard to balance one cast, but then like, let's double it. And they're like, oh, shit. We'll probably talk about that at some point, but there oh, are yeah. scenes totally cut out with more <laughs> X-Men. Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, it's insane. So I never imagined that it was going to be that. Um, I, I thought that um, it was a reboot and it wasn't so much like a prequel where it's like hey i know they used the magneto scene at the beginning hmm. and so that's what kind of t- turned me i was like oh man is this a like a, a prequel or is this a reboot you, you also see up? wolverine in it in oh like yeah, a yeah yeah interesting exactly timing. and so that's when you start to figure out you're like oh it is supposed to be kind of uh, more of a prequel than a reboot but it's supposed to i guess kind of bring in a new life it was supposed to kind of sustain us until we got to the 2000 X-Men. So yeah. you could have four movies up until then, which it kind of does happen. Days of Future Past in the 70s, and then uh, X-Men Dark Fate. Uh, Dark Phoenix. No, Dark Phoenix, yeah, is in what? In the 80s? I don't 90s? know. Yeah, 90s? Oh, yeah, 90s. Okay. I was like, yeah, because yeah, that the doesn't cartoon. make any sense. They, they are kind of yeah. shoehorned in to be like, you can't get up too close to X, yeah. the first X-Men. You well, gotta... To be honest, Days of Future Past just throws everything out the window where it's like, yeah, that's I, true. Yeah, it doesn't even fucking, fucking matter. matter. Yeah, yeah, you're right. There's a whole bunch of different timelines. This isn't a reboot, but this it's is also the, a prequel. This is the Star Wars prequel. It's like the 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 I guess the more successful Star Wars prequel version of X Men. Yeah, yeah. Where you get you know it's still in the same world, but everything's shinier and newer. And yeah, I think you brought up a good point. At first, I was like, why do I want to see? I already saw Professor X and Magneto in their most powerful, right, in the best form that they are. But um, I mean, it's it's still nice yeah. to see them, I guess, developing those powers and becoming who yeah. they are. Well, and uh, it's also a totally different experience just watching them as different actors. Well, and I like, think it's great totally actors. Are good. Also, someone that's so that's such a visionary filmmaker like Ma- uh, uh, Matthew Vaughn. I call him Matty V. Where uh, Matty V. <laughs> um, oh. But th- this is where I first kind of fell in love with his um, type of the movies that he makes. Because and then after this, he did the Kingsman movies and stuff like that. And I was like, man, like this guy's. I mean, in Kingsman, he gives you one of the best action action sequences of the decade. Uh, for sure something that now is parodied and oh yeah know, black panther does intent. it uh, game night does it like these one shot sequences of like yeah. the, the the you know the big action he's se- making the king's scenes. man a, yeah a oh man movie. yeah that one looks so good too. and is it not a show now where it's like gonna be a series for someone hbo uh, max i don't <laughs> know but the thing is like it i mean it's more of a franchise in it than yeah. mark millar originally yeah because he only did it. one book yeah. and that was it but um yeah it's really really cool and uh i think the the cast the cast was really fantastic and it's one of those things where like you can't beat the cast of the old one and then you're like oh man maybe they, they can younger and, yeah. they all skew younger more diverse and i think we'll go down it at some point well, later but it's all, it's a good cast and all of these actors are like a-listers they're now. good now yeah, yeah like they're exactly. freaking yeah on, nicholas yeah. holtz uh, in what 1917 no he's not in 1917 what was no. that uh, he, he was in something else he was in a war movie i forgot what it was but um yeah dunkirk everyone was in dunkirk yeah, yeah. <laughs> jennifer lawrence oscar nominated uh, uh michael fassbender i think was nominated too for shame maybe i don't maybe. remember but um, he shows his hog in that movie that's probably why he got nominated but uh, and then it looked like it was so much fun making. Like everyone had such a such a fun time on. You set. You always see like the the bloopers or like yeah, the, 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 the outtakes. Yeah, and just they, like... they they grew together. Yeah. And <laughs> some of them didn't want to do the movie if they weren't all together. Uh, some of them I dated. Think I think Phoenix. like Nicholas Holt and Jennifer Lawrence met on this yeah. movie. And they dated for years after. Oh yeah, this, for it, years. You can tell there's a lot of good chemistry in the film, and I and I 
I, I mean, the romantic energy, but also just the the rivalry and the brother sister thing with McAvoy and Lawrence, and you know, um, yeah, it's it's a pretty good cast. John, what were your first impressions of this film? I think I did see this in theaters. Actually, I think I was in um, I was in college at the time. I was in living in um, oh god, you talking about film school again? Well, I was living in San Marcos. It wasn't technically film school, but um, I remember watching this and being. Uh, it was crazy because when you watch this, you got at the time you're like, "This is the best X Men movie yet, like it's ever." It's almost like it came at a time at a point where, to me, like the franchise, it kind of burned itself out. You know, um, X Men Three happened and X Men Origins Wolverine. Did you get the sense that by. this movie had to prove that it needed to be made in a weird way? Because- in a way, yeah, because like we we kind of knew where these people ended up, and so like you're kind of like, okay, well, man. why do I care? Yeah, and then like to me, like you know, at the time, it's like Patrick Stewart is Professor X. You know, mm. like he, why would you? you know, cast someone with hair or, you know, James McAvoy from wanted it's odd to like, you know, to, and then like Michael yeah. Fassbender, a guy from, you know, at the time, you know, I saw him he was in 300 or something. You mean like, you know, why did you get these people to do this before his whole Prometheus thing? But whatever. Yeah. And it's just, so, it's so weird. Um, um, so like I, um, and then coming away from this movie, this movie, like it's, it's mind blowingly good. It's probably one of the better X-Men, uh, entries in the entire franchise, maybe second best, if not the best, depending on how you rank, uh, you know, Days of Future Past or something. Cause like, and Logan. I guess. And, uh, but that's, it's, I think that's, yeah, I think Logan you is can't even count thing. that as an X-Men even then, movie. Though, I can say that like, you know, even over that, that still does. Cause you yeah. know, you wouldn't have Logan and un- you wouldn't have Logan without this movie. Mm. Cause this movie kind of like, you know, by um, Origins Wolverine and even X3. Um, Deadpool. The last end, yeah. you know, like, oh no, they're getting campy. Yeah. Like, you know, you're kind of, you're, you're doing the, um, at the time, the Spider-Man or the Batman syndrome. You know, well, the more movies you make, the more, the less quality it is and the more cartoony you are. Which is interesting because this movie plays with that to uh, like a, almost a humor meta sense. Like there's yeah, yeah, jokes it's, about it's almost like, X's hair because he knows, he's, we know he's going to lose it. Yeah, it's a little, a little tongue in cheek, but yeah. not quite there. It's Matthew Vaughn chunning yes, tongue yes, in cheek. Exactly, you can, yeah. you can tell that in this movie, if you had told me that this movie was in the Kingsman universe, I would totally believe you too. Because there is Rose Byrne's character um, heads up this kind of spy, espionage, CIA thing with these secret doors and gadgets and a giant submarine. All things that happen in, you sneaking know. In, sneaking uh, around, baby. Secret clubs. Uh, it, it's like, it feels like it's in the same world as the Kingsman, which we just now know is the Matthew Vaughn. Yeah, shtick. You know, yeah. shtick. <laughs> Yeah, He's, he he likes to judge it up. Judge, well, judge it up. I with, told John that there, there's a, a pop culture phenomenon happening in the anime world. With, a PCF, um, oh P, PCP, pop, pop culture phenomenon. Drugs. PCP. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a peyote. Yeah. <laughs> I spelled um, phenomenon with an F. Fuck. Yeah, I know. Oh shit. Fuck. 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 <laughs> oh fuck. My career's over. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, anyway, there's a big old uh, pop culture phenomenon in the anime world called uh, My Hero Academia. It's taking the world by storm. Oh. We live in a big superhero culture, so they're, why not? They're 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 ca- they're cashing in on what's popular right now, and it's one of the best things since sliced bread, apparently. But I told John, I said, to be honest, this is the way I can see that going. If you don't know My Hero Academia, it's sky high. Basically, everyone's born with powers. You're I love weird. sky high. Yeah, if you're not born with powers, then you're the weird <laughs> one now, and so um, that's basically it. Like everyone uses their powers. Some of them are like, hey. We're we're gonna use it to steal, and some mm. people are like, "Hey, we need to stop the people who are stealing." And so, heroes and villains, dun, dun, that's it. And that is, and that is 
I mean, yeah, that is this movie. Well, and it's based on like a like a kids at a school, and I was like, this is it. Like, if Matthew Vaughn wanted to, he could cash in and direct a live action movie, and he it would he'd knock it out of the park. Yeah, because it's Matthew Vaughn one, and also it's a uh, you know my hero Kadavia. It's it's it does play into a lot of the things that all X Men movies play into, which is humans are a weaker. We're the evolution. We're the next big thing. Will you know? And you know they don't like us. They don't appreciate us. It's always mutants against humans. Right. Yeah. Um. But because of the added thread, and I want to talk about the bad guy in this movie a little bit. What's yeah. the bad guy's like villain name? So um, Kevin Bacon plays Sebastian Shaw. Mm. Uh, Sebastian Shaw is. A really cool X-Men villain. He's actually the leader of the Hellfire Club. Which I think is cool. It's a cool little pick to fight them. Is he a Nazi in the in the comic books? To be honest, he's barely a Nazi in this movie. He doesn't like the Nazis. But uh, Sebastian he, Shaw is one of the most powerful villains the X-Men can have. Because yeah. he does have his power like the way he does in this suck, movie. Suck up energy. He absorbs stuff. So he's mm. basically immortal if he knows how to kind of, you know, unless you sneak up on him or something like that. Like he's basically. And, I forgot um, how they killed him in this movie. Oh, uh, he just gets smacked in the head. Yeah, with a quarter or something. And then Professor X. Nazi quarter. Oh, yeah. Nazi quarter goes through his skull. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, his, um, you know, for having that villain, which is a really cool, famous villain, and then having him played by Kevin Bacon. Yep. And Kevin Bacon does a weird, such an... He knows what he is. Like, he's hamming it up as this very big and evil person. Villain. Which is pretty awesome. He starts off as a German... As a uh, scientist. Doctor, yeah. yeah like, or yeah. something. <laughs> no, it's kidding. So, I gotta ask you this. Were there subtitles when you watched it? Yes. Mine didn't, which is weird. I got like, I just had to Google translate like everything. All, you got a German copy? I, no, well, so no, all of because they even speak French in this movie. Michael Fassbender. Right. All of that. None of the uh, non-English speaking scenes had subtitles in the movie I watched. Huh. I was like, Did you got a universal language one. You also have to get a legit copy to. Uh, <laughs> so when I, so <laughs> Sophia watched it for the first time with me, and she was like, "Is this how it's supposed to be?" And I was like. Yeah, I don't think you need to know what they're saying. This is, this is like, oh yeah, this is you can kind of get info. And he actually it's spoils true. Days of Future Past. Well, I kind of, I kind of understood. Was like, oh, I know what's happening. Here. But cool. Yeah, there's context there subtitles. Please. All right, well, I may have to turn on subtitles. <laughs> a wink. <laughs> Stop um, winking at me with your teeth. Yeah, I thought he was a good villain, and ultimately, you kind of do know that. Uh, Magneto would have a tinge of bad because you know he ends up becoming one of the Ian McKellen. Know, well, even his villains like, of all time. So. Even his performance or like the way he acts around, like he Charles is like the pacifist. Like he's talking about, he's always positive too. He just in little things too. Like he's talking about something. You know, I forgot what he mentions, but like Magneto turns around and says, "Like you're the lab rat, Charles," and he'll kind of just like in a negative sense, like you know, kind of going towards into like, yeah. Uh, well, if you want to do that, that's cool with you. But I'm not going to do that. We it's, are the future, yeah. Charles, not them. <laughs> I they actually, no matter. so I really do love that they, in the original X-Men films, you can tell there was a relationship prior to them being the leaders of two gigantic yeah. movements. Factions, yeah. And the this, Brotherhood of Mutants and one a, a school, yeah, My Hero yeah, Academia. Versus kids. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember X2 when they kidnap? Yeah, I know. <laughs> like a a when kids. Professor Xavier's like child soldiers. <laughs> oh my God. Anyways, the, this movie is that relationship. Right, yeah. Which paid off a lot to me because even towards the end, the reason why he drops the nukes and missiles is because he accidentally hurts Xavier. His, so he's not his, fully bad his yet. Bestie. He got him. Got he yeah. got. Oh, he got got. He got got, <laughs> got bro. But that, that and got so I took well, you know, we were talking about this thing with prequels, like why did you have to make the movie? That's actually a relationship that was something I wanted to see from the X movies. That was sorry, that was my um 
John, that's that's you, reflux, you I get to hear it like a, a stomach. Like, yeah, let's get that clean. <laughs> that was so crazy. That, like, I didn't think John shut, anyone heard shut, it. Shut, 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 and shut, then, up. like, Drew looked at me like. Yeah. Was so, <laughs> anyway. In, in a little bit, we're, we're going to hear a. Yeah, John has a mic pressed to his asshole. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You just hear. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you were so saying, loose it's, it's that the actually really cool. Um, flap. Let's go down the. <laughs> let's go farts. down the list and go let's, down the let's list. Name, go, yeah, go down the list. Let's name these people. So you have James McAvoy as Professor X, Charles Xavier, Split himself. Is that his name in Split? No, his name is the Beast <laughs> okay, or the fuck. Horde. Um, you got Michael Fassbender as Eric Lyncher, Hogmaster in uh, Shame. That's not his God name. Damn. That's so crazy that you're making fun of that movie because that movie is very depressing. Yeah, like, no, it's about a sex depressing. addict. I don't Just because he, he has a big dick, <laughs> you think it's okay? <laughs> um, Rose Byrne as Maureen McTaggart. Bridesmaids. Uh, yeah, someday somebody's going to turn around and make it right. <laughs> um, Jennifer Lawrence as Raven Dahlcomb. Tripped on the way to her Oscar. Mystique. Um, you know, she want, she had just done Winter's Bone. Also, oh. And she wanted to do basically something lighter. And also... Uh, Rebecca Romaine comes back in this one for 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 five seconds. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, she's the one in the bed. Remember, he's like, "Do you want someone older?" Oh, yeah, and she it's does. Rebecca Romaine. Rebecca Romaine does make a uh, cameo appearance as um, as Mystique. What? Yeah, I, 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 uh, yeah interesting. And I, we'll talk about this, I guess, after the ca- well. Listen, we, I can ask you guys now. They signed like a deal to be in multiple X Men movies, didn't they? That's like done now, probably. Because Jennifer Lawrence, Fassbender, and McAvoy—they're done. They're not. They're, they're done. But they had. They, I think they signed a thing. That's why they did, had to do Phoenix. Well, yeah, they they signed the thing of a Phoenix, and then like they. I think it's so weird. Were, what, they no, I think Kidberg back. I think they so had they the were, option to not return for Phoenix. If uh, I'm not, if I'm, if I'm remembering some correctly, of them weren't going that to. That said, Kidberg didn't. Come yeah, back. Like, yeah, and then uh, they kind of liked each other, like the camaraderie. So like they kind of came back for cash themselves. In. It's kind of yeah, like Zombieland too. Yeah, basically, they don't come back. Nobody. Yeah, we don't come back. Interesting. Because because they they go, we go. Um, like, uh, uh, Hugh Jackman had a very interesting, you know, relationship with X-Men. He had like, his character had a natural arc, but in, in, for these three or these, in Rose Byrne, I guess, except for not, I don't think she's in, yeah, in some of these movies, but these, these, their characters just kind of go everywhere in the three that they're in. Oh, anyway. Well, oh yeah. You can keep going down the list. Okay. So we got, uh, January Jones, January Jones as Emma Frost. She's from Mad Men, right? She is from Mad Men at the time. She was in Mad Men. Uh, Emma Frost is also one of the, um, X- the thickest X-Men universe's, um, most Mutants. popular, um, you know, villain, villainess, mut- mutants. Um, we got Nicholas Holt as Hank McCoy, Beast. The who, Beast. Uh, he was he was the zombie in that movie where the zombie falls in love with a... Yeah, it's true. Right. Um, I Heart Zombies. It's, I think it's, it's not, called it's, I Zombie. Yeah, no, it's not. That's a TV show on the CW. <laughs> the, uh, it's called Warm Bodies. Warm Bodies. The original <laughs> Hank McCoy in this universe was played by Kelsey Grammer. I'm doing pretty okay. In the last stand. I love him. He's one of my okay, favorite baby, X-Men. I hear the blues, but Toss salad. Yeah. Oh, you went to Square so you have uh, Oliver Platt as the man in the black suit, which is the CIA agent. Again, in 2012, my favorite film. Um, Fargo, Jason, he's better. You have Jason Fleming as Azazel, who is a teleporting. Uh, in the comics, people know that <laughs> Azazel is, is actually uh, the Nightcrawler's, Nightcrawler's dead. father. Kurt Wagner is Papa. I don't wow. know if it is in this one, but you know, it's kind of... He could have yeah. banged Mystique in this one. Yeah, because Mystique is actually the mama. Well, but also yeah. he could have been in and out. Like he's in there, he's one there one second, and he's out there. <laughs> ah, teleport, pull out game, strongest, the, the strongest it's if you teleport, pull out, pull out game ever. <laughs> you uh, have <laughs> Lucas like, Still. No. Sorry, yeah, you have Lucas Still as Alex Summers, aka Havoc. Havoc, which is uh, um, Scott Summers' Scott brother. Summers' Cyclops. older brother, Cyclops. Triclops. Cyclops. You tell they yeah, have very it, similar pow pals. I hate that his power looks like he's doing a hula hoop, and so he's like, "Get it!" Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
Uh, you have Eddie Gathigi as Armando Munoz or Darwin. Darwin, who should have survived that thing. Yeah, and I will say this, just as the Oliver Platt thing, kind of disappointed that he was gone yeah, yeah, so yeah, quickly. Yeah. Yeah. You have Kevin Bacon, obviously, as Sebastian Shaw, which is pretty cool. Dick. Seven Degrees. Um, uh, Footloose. Hollow Man. What else? You have Caleb Landry Jones as Sean Cassidy, a.k.a. Banshee, who's a great actor. He's come out as like, usually he plays very We couldn't think of anything, but John will Conflicted, right? He usually plays like unhinged characters like in stuff after this. Like what, John? Well, I saw him in Twin Peaks, The Revival. He plays Amanda Seyfried's husband. I feel like I've seen him cry a lot. You have Zoe Kravitz as Angel Salvador. The Catwoman herself. Little Lies as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want me to spoil Big Little Lies? Uh, you guys going to watch that show or what? Uh, don't, don't, spoil don't spoil it, please. And for the, our um, listeners. Alex Gonzalez as Riptide, the tornado-inducing... He looked like a Zazel, but without makeup. Okay. And you have uh, Glenn Moore Shower as General... Or as Colonel Hardy, which, you know, Glenn Moore Shower always plays. Aaron in 24. Of, yeah, some sort of general. Yeah, but now we're going to... He's in this movie for like... Yeah, Micro Ironside, <laughs> Way Weiss, Ray Weiss, uh, James Ramar... Uh, uh, don't Jamar, forget, isn't it? James, oh yeah, he is. He's in the the war room. Remember, he's the the colonel. Oh, you're right, you're right. Yeah, and also Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. Yeah, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Top Hugh build. Jacked man. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and then Stanley was unable to participate in first class because right, they shot it too far away. He was not in it. R.I.P. Yeah. Let's go back to Marvel Land and Disneyland. I hear there's going to be a Stanley cameo in Marvel's the Avengers ride. Campus somewhere. It's gonna be, what? That's gonna be scary as fuck. <laughs> animatronic <laughs> <laughs> <like freaking> excelsior <laughs> but how all right here's what we're gonna do uh we're gonna take a break and we're gonna play a game and then when we come back we'll talk more about this movie first class first class maybe not first class your first ass Welcome back uh, from that break. You know what I just realized? Now that these episodes are going on the public feed, I'm going to have to record like little ads and stuff to put into the middle. Wow. And you say that all on the air? Like if you're just kind of like, mm. maybe I won't. Maybe. Um, uh, welcome back from the break. We're going to do a game now. You know what aren't cool? According to Sean Parker and the social network, uh, ads aren't cool. Oh my God. John loves the social network. Yeah, I know. Facebook. He's, he's, he's always on Facebook. You're the, you're the sovereign to my Zuckerberg. Oh, sure. Oh, fuck. No. Wait a minute. Oh, fuck. Um, I don't have a, uh, I don't have a, 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 a game punishment though. I have a game, but I don't have a punishment. That's cool. So you it's guys try just, to tie. Humiliation. Yeah. Try to tie. And if not, the loser gets spanked. All right. So here's the game. No, fuck. This is called X-Men First Grass. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> this is called X-Men the f- first I love how you thought you were being cut. <laughs> you had a pause like It's oh. a pause so people at home can clap Yeah I, I get with, it with their ass <laughs> cheeks like. X-Men first grass So here's how the game works Obviously, everyone knows that marijuana is a good time. That's what I was about to ask. I was like, is this marijuana related? <laughs> this is marijuana related, baby. And we're going to be smoking so much. No, I'm just kidding. So there are oh, a we lot. We just came back from Cali. There's strains of weed based on Marvel characters. And the really? game is you're going to have to guess whether it's a, well, <coughs> you're going to get a point. If you can guess if it's a sativa, an indica, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, and or a hybrid, whoever or a hybrid or whoever gets closest to but the only T- three answers. THC percentage, fuck, of this strain of weed. Here's how. Here's how this will go. I'll just fuck. How should I do this? You're just. <laughs> I'm fuck? so high. 
I don't know how to play yeah, the game. You, you, <laughs> you partook before I had to try this game. all of these. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, um, and then I have like no notes after this. <laughs> I, here's what I'll do. I'll, you, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Oh, there's twelve. So perfect. Holy so shit. It's gonna be one in a row. Uh, one in a row. Now this year's will do. You guys just guess the THC. Whoever gets closest gets a point, and then if they're, uh, and then you can guess if it's a sativa or indica, and we'll, I'll give you another point. We'll just try it, okay? The first weed, the first, I sound like such a noob. Uh, the first marijuana cigarette uh, <laughs> is called Incredible Hulk. Do you guys think it's a sativa or an indica? It is a sativa. It is. So, Andrew, I guess I'll give you a point, but what is the THC content? You each get a guess. 40%. 40%. Fuck. 40% THC. What's your, what's your guess? I don't know. Just guess anything. Eight. Eight? Yeah. <laughs> All right. The correct answer is I got, 24. <laughs> I got the. I got mine from the Little Rascals. Try so, eight. Andrew, you're 16 away. Um, what? I got guys, the answer right. I got I, these weeds. Strains said, need to be like 100. percent You said four. THC. No, bitch. I'm talking about like the indicator sativa. You did. You, so you got a point for a sativa. Okay, cool, 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 cool. This is crazy. All right. So you said 40. So 40 is... No, it should be over under. He went over. No, but here's the thing. It's the price is right rules, baby. 40 is 16 away from 24. And you said eight. And it's also 16 which away. Which is also that? 16 really? away. Ooh, a dyad in the force. A dyad in the force. No one will get that point. Okay, uh, cool. But do you want to do price is right rules? Over under? Over under. So if you go over, you're out? No, that's not, because Andrew's going to pick one all the time. Yeah, like, I don't... Yeah, <laughs> I only really smoke this weed. I don't, like, know what this Andrew THC has is. one point. Here's the next one. This one's called Superman OG. <laughs> it's not Marvel, but it's a superhero. Superman OG. Is it an Indica or Sativa? Is it Sativa? Uh, uh, it's got indica. an S. Huh? Indica. It's an Indica. Why would it be an Indica? Oh, my. Oh, <laughs> never mind. My bad. Sorry. Now, no. guess the THC. I don't know anything about weed, guys. Sorry. Uh, 22. 22 from Andrew. How much would soups take? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say... A soup kitchen. 18%. 18. Andrew, you got it. It's 26%. Ooh, almost got it dead on. That's a lot. I don't, you are high like so, Superman. <laughs> here's the thing. Superman that hoe oh, is great. what they say. The next one's called Wonder Woman. It's a strain Wonder of Wonder Woman! Sativa or Indica? Definitely uh, an Indica. Uh, a sativa. It's a sativa. What? I the did fuck? it. <laughs> um, remember, hybrid's also an option. Just saying. Um, t- THC content. How much THC do you think Wonder Woman has? Uh, 24%. 24%. 30%. 30%. Andrew, you got against 20% THC. Andrew, <laughs> you're a fucking weed god, bro. Bro, man. Hey, man. Hey, what you hey buddy. <laughs> no, he's trying to oust you. <laughs> no, I, I think he was being racist. Hey, Giant way. Do you know get, where I can get some? Smokey, smokey. Here's a really good one. This is the Green Lantern. Sativa or Indica? Indica. John, Sativa or Indica? The Green Lantern. You're done. Indica. It's a Sativa. You neither of you get the point. How much THC? Does Green Lantern have? Green Lantern's like... 22%. Uh, 22 from John. 23. 
Andrew has 28%. You won. He prices yeah. right at you anyways. <laughs> That's really strong. 28% is really strong for weed, but it's it's something called Green Lantern. I so prices I right at your oh, ass. Oh, no. I just touched this mic with my mouth. This one's You're called... You're sucking it off. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this one is called... I, I know a lot of people, like... I, I'm sure Nancy Reagan's not listening because, you know, marijuana isn't... Oh, she's also dead. Um, but Batman OG <laughs> is an indica or a sativa? That's a sativa. Andrew? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Wait, what? In, in, sativa? Sativa. It's a hybrid. B- Batman OG. Indica, sativa, or hybrid? Batman OG. Indica. It's an indica. Wow. Did John get it? No. Fuck. He said hybrid. How much THC do you think Batman OG has? Batman OG. 18%. 18% from John. Has 19 he has twenty percent. Andrew, you get that point. He's fucking <laughs> prices riding you, man. He's fucking getting you. Fuck. This is crazy. Um, here's the next one. This one's called Thor's Hammer. A sativa or an indica? Uh, uh, uh sativa. Yeah, I'll go ahead and say sativa. Wow, you both get a point. It is a sativa. How much THC do you think Thor's Hammer has? Twenty-eight percent. Twenty-eight percent from John. Twenty-seven percent. It has 26%. Yeah! Andrew! I'm doing it! No fucking way. <laughs> it is, it's 26. Andrew keeps fucking lowballing or highballing you by one and getting the point. I'm actually very close to them, though, so I'm not really I'm not really I'm not sure, whatever. <laughs> yeah, tell you something you want to hear. <laughs> this one's called Cap America. Captain America. Sativa Indica or Hybrid? Ooh, hybrid. hybrid. You both get it right. You guys notice I add that in there? Well, it's only because, like, America isn't just one or the other. It's mm-hmm. a combination of shit. Wow. John, run for president right now. Um, but also, Th- I, yeah. I was, like, made in a lab. So, I was, like, yeah. hybrid. Like, it's, it's Captain America. It's, yeah, That's human good. and not... How much THC do you think Captain America has? Uh, John, you should let Andrew go first. No, 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 no. John, you go first. John, sit back. Let Andrew 24%. 24 from Andrew. John? 25. <laughs> John, 25% on the dot. John, it's happening for you, buddy. Yeah, he's, losing, he's losing by so much. I, know. I, I don't want to tally it up, but John, you have three. Okay. <laughs> this one's called Bad you Girl. just did. <laughs> bad Girl, Sativa or Indica for Bad Girl? Indica. John? <laughs> yeah, he's all 23. <laughs> Indica. It's a Sativa. Yes. How much THC do you think Bad Girl has? 23. 23%. 22%. 24%. John, you're starting to figure out this game late in the game. This might be the comeback of the century. How many answers? There's only five more strings. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Which means you can get 10 points, John. You can actually beat Andrew here. If the streak continues, you can be like Joe Biden coming out of nowhere and not remembering and not remember anything how with you your dementia. <laughs> um, Green Goblin. Ooh, that's a good one. Sativa. Green, Green Goblin. Sativa or Indica. That's a good one. Green Goblin. This is a good name for one. Sativa. Too. Sativa from John. Andrew? Green Goblin. Green Goblin. Hybrid. Sativa. Uh, John. So something's happening. How much THC you guys think? Green Goblin. 28%. 28? 27%. Andrew, it's 27 on the dot. Boom. Ah. Stuff is happening over here. Tick, this one, tick goes the dynamite. Why are these THC 
percent so low. How much TSC do you think is in weed? Get 100% up in this white yeah, house. For something that's called green, whatever the uh, fuck, like it needs to be high up there. 100% THC, I believe, is called a different drug. <laughs> um, then, crack. <laughs> not crack. It's uh, nah, I don't want to pretend to know. Bruce Banner is a, is a strain. What do you think it is? Really? Sativa Indica Hybrid. Bruce Banner. Indica. Ooh, I think it's going to be a sativa. Both wrong. Both technically right. It's a hybrid. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Bruce Banner and the Together whole we're right. Yeah. How much <laughs> T-H-E do you think Bruce Banner has? T-H-E? Yeah, T-H-X. X. The T-H-E. Is T-H-X the. still around? I don't hear that anymore. The. I don't think so. Yeah. I think they might have perfected that, like, and then not just made it in around. Now I hear that. Or Dolby has their That's own Dolby. shit. That's Dolby. Because Sony, Sony, has Sony Atmos, Dolby, those are two separate things, and I don't hear THX anymore. Oh, no. Maybe you should look it up. Maybe they got bought or something. I used to look forward to that. that the the dun, audience dun, is listening. Dun, dun, oh. Dun. oh, so anyway, um, so how many... Um, Bruce Banner, how much THC do you think Bruce Banner has? I want to say 30%. 30? 29%. It's 24. So I guess, Andrew, you won. Oh, oh John. Yeah. Oh, I know. You have to sweep the table here. There's two more left. This one's called Spider-Man Kush. Kush. Um, sativa. I want to go ahead and say like an indica. Oh, John, it's an indica. Yeah. Because you How don't want to be like, you know, up there with the sativa if you're Spider-Man. You need to chill. You got to uh, sit tight. Um, I'm a THC. THC. <laughs> 1138. C-H-E. Isn't it crazy? That's also George Lucas's 25%. Another... 25 26%. I did it. I got John, it. John, you went the wrong way. It's 20%. Yep, I know, yeah, exactly. Last one he, is that's called... That's why I put it right in the middle because I knew he was, was going to be a tough choice. Last one is called Kryptonite. Kryptonite! <laughs> yeah! Indica. Indica? If I go crazy, Shativa. It's an indica. John, you're getting really good at the... the, the you really at the last the half really started to pick yeah. it up. But the Kryptonite, how much THC do you think it has? 23%. 23? 22%. 25%. John, I don't know. Here, uh, talk amongst yourself while I tally this shit up. Talk amongst ourselves, we will. This is the John, most interesting how was your day? we've done. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, but no, what the fuck? No, it wasn't. Basically, it was just a bunch of weed strains of Marvel stuff. Yeah, but I guess all of them, he actually, we're drug dealers. I don't, I don't know any of this stuff. That's all totally true. Like, yeah, for, all like, weed, no, for all you weed smokers, like if you were able to get hundred percent on that, like the, props. Yeah, especially can, the percentage, right? I like can the barely THC remember percent? all like, my family's birthdays because of how like, many. That's there like asking are. us how much sodium is in like this. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just like what the how fuck? Many <laughs> grams of sugar is in your soda. I don't memorize that shit. Mr. Pitt <laughs> versus Dr. Pepper. Which one has more grams of sugar? I will say this though: you both got some right correctly on the dot. How much THC? I know is. you're making us look like drug dealers. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's, here's what I'll tell you. It is just a, a, a just like a numbers game, just like Price is Right, and and this is how how we know this. Your first guesses were five and forty. <laughs> there were like Which no X-Men strains close. at all, like in that. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I just wanted to, to be honest. I googled what rhymes with 
class and, and was, there was ass and i did a game that i did, was not comfortable playing yeah because then we're gonna have the, the fingers in the holes in. <laughs> yeah i was like whose asses are these yeah so i did grass like a bowling ball three fingers in. um but andrew you won with 12 and john you got seven but i will say good showing john from starting literally oh and ten basically thank you thank you thank you great show um so now the loser did you just congratulate him for losing <laughs> you're like the yeah. loser how come i didn't get like that has to smoke all this weed no I'm just saying. john won the electoral yeah. College while the, Andrew won the popular vote. He's a, so, John, the you're user, the winner. The user has to smoke pole. I know. <laughs> you have to smoke Reggie. <laughs> oh, shit. Right now. All right, guys. Well, that was a fun game. I hope you all ended it with a high <laughs> note. <laughs> And again, I'm sorry for the just say knowers out there. Um, <laughs> Dare D, I won't do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be back to talk more about X Men First Class. It's legal in some states. Yeah, let's do it. Welcome back, um, boy. Oh, boy. Are we toasted? (laughs) 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 Well, that's not. I think if we were high, we would not be like, I was trying to find an Uh, X-Men reference to all this, but I can't. Like, I was like, you were smoking. I don't know. Like, I was going to say Poison Ivy, but she's like, that's bad. Yep. Um, Let's talk about first class a little more. If not, we can just end it. Anything else you guys want to talk? I mean, this movie uh, revolves around the the beginning of the mutant strain being found, the U.S. government. And the Cuban um, Missile Crisis, the Cuban which missile is like crisis. actually implemented very well. And the main thing the bad guy wants to do is foment insurrection and basically create a like an atomic disaster. He's like, the, reason, the radiation will feed us. Yeah, exactly. That's I mean, that might be a, like a dumb... You know, obviously, like a, I mean, wow. I'm not sure. Well, no, look, shots fired. Well, the thing is, like, Shaw and the Hellfire well, Shaw can absorb shit. So, like, if there is any radiation anyway, like, you can probably just absorb it. I think that's the point. He's just but, like, like I'm just gonna but be everybody strong. else, though, like, you know, like, you know, he's fucking Emma Frost and all this other stuff. Is like, he really they, in this movie? No, I mean, like, oh, fucking over maybe. Emma Frost and stuff. Oh, yeah. And like and Riptide and whoever else oh, is shit, with them. Lately, Azazel. There's no song for Azazel. Um, and it does. And it, I talked a little bit about how this is kind of like in the Kingsman universe, but the stakes are ridiculously high in this. But because it's fun, it's not a dark film in any way. Like, no, it it doesn't let you. Other than the Holocaust, that like well, the thing is like yeah, hardcore. it doesn't. Um, it doesn't stray away from what it actually is. So, like, you know, it's it's obviously still... It's still an X-Men movie, and I feel like it's still homaging the the core of what the X-Men are, which is basically, like, you know, it's, like, segregation. You know, people who are different, you know, can be good or great. What to do with yeah, the power. Right, exactly, yeah. And then also on the opposite end, where, like, you know, if you have powers like this and you can do it for bad. They kind still, of... Yeah. It still, it still has that... Um, that central core of what what makes the X Men X Men, and I, a little bit more so than, in my opinion, than Brian Singer's movie, because like they have a little bit more fun with it, and it's a little more emotional. The idea that you have this problem that you can, f- I mean, that's not something unique to Mystique, because remember for a while they were trying to figure out a way to fix quote unquote her right right thing, uh-huh. but they do that in X Three, don't they? Well, like, they do that in, in yeah, they do it in this one and that. Like these people are kind of looking for a cure, and they're mm-hmm. not like you know. Uh, Professor X is kind of just trying to get them to embrace that. Like, it's like you know, the beginning of that right. whole. And I just love the um, again the the relationship between X and Magneto is crazy, especially when you get to a certain scene where they're playing chess, mm. and you can kind of like you know you feel it the tension during that scene because eventually like you know uh, Magneto and uh, 
and uh, Professor X, you know, McAvoy and Fassbender, they're kind of talking. And one guy was like, I, I'm going to do this and this is going to bring me peace. And the other one was like, no, that won't at all. Like, you know, you can't just draw what, from that anger. Yeah, and exactly. The, and he's like, that will not do good for you at all. And then they, they kind of end the conversation. They're like, hmm. And then that's like to be, to be continued. Well, that's also the defining moment in their entire relationship, mm-hmm. like from years to come. Even if you watch like you know the other X Men movies, like that's where it it stops. It gives like, you a lot just, of context, right? Exactly, because of... like they don't want the same thing at yeah. all. Like you know, they they thought they did, but one of them wants like basically like genocide, and the other one wants to coexist, and I, it's just like it's not going to happen. You get so much of that kind of uh, like the seeds that that end up blossoming in all of the other and that's what I love about prequels and sequels is if it gives you more context or some like rewatchability or shades those characters in a different and sometimes better way then these sequels and prequels are always worth it um, and there's so much of that that happens in this movie not only do we get that but we get uh, the the kind of the creation of Cerebro and the creation yeah. of the helmet that and um, the X-Jet and the X-Jet yeah. and the outfit like there's so many things that uh, and that's there's a whole thing with filmmakers I think they call it like iconography who like literal props or you can also think about it as moments that are you will remember forever and you construct those moments and there's a lot of those moments in the X-Men franchise and a lot of times those are referenced in this movie and I think that's something that Matthew Vaughn does really well um, is kind of has a good grasp on, on what moments need uh, like that weight of like this is important. Right, yeah. And it also feels like kind of like a pre-Kingsman Kingsman movie because mm. of the way he like also sp- splits up shots like, you know, yeah. in general. And it has like a montage that's very exciting. Mm. The humor um, is there too in the this humor movie. Is there, yeah, it, it, doesn't take itself, yeah, it's it doesn't funny. take itself too seriously. Mm. And which is, which still makes it different from every other X-Men movie because like Matthew Vaughn never came back after the after this. He, I mean, he wrote... You know, he's given a credit for uh, yeah. Days of Future Past. Because but they kind of go hard it. right back to really dark. The original stuff. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, this is the only kind of, like, um, still fun X-Men mm. movie of the of the bunch. And you have to do it that way because you already know where they end up and, for some cases, how they die. Right, yeah. And then that's, I guess that's on Fox for, you know, sticking with the original. You know, this could have been a full-on reboot, in other words. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it couldn't have... It could have been something else. And in a way, you think maybe they thought of it in that way because they signed everyone on for more. Right, exactly. And then Days of Future Past kind of like you, you know, kind of changed the whole landscape, like the way Drew said earlier. But they don't really stick. But they don't really make Wolverine the main character again. You know, they don't really. I I mean, because like, and then it's botched with. it's not botched too much, but because I kind of like that movie. But it's botched with Apocalypse. It's botched with I forgot Dark, about X <laughs> Dark Phoenix. You know, it's it's botched with those movies. And then, but yeah. like you know, Logan is good, and you know, the New Mutants is obviously like the last the last entry in this entire. There was more of these movies stuff. than there was of the originals. Yeah, there was only three. Yeah, there was, and it's pretty cool. Because I kind of enjoy this cast a little bit more than I did the the last one. I was kind of burning out actually at the very end of X Two. Mm. Um, and the next three came around and you're like, well, you just wasted the cast. Yeah, Kelsey like, Grammer. Nice. Well, nothing happened he was really sick. At, the, at the end of, uh, at the end of X3. Like it just, nothing. Yeah, like, G- super died. Excited wow. You, she flew over the lake, her shadow. But it wasn't like, I don't know. Sorry. It's, but we'll have to get into an yeah. shots countdown fired. to it's, X. It's the, yeah, it's, it's the snake eating itself. And at some point 
when you're making human centipede, we went back around. <laughs> oh yeah, but can you poop? I'm is hungry. That, <laughs> is um, that the noise you make? <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, what, I can't talk. My you, mouth's you on your ass. Yeah, you don't need ass. <laughs> what noise do you want? <laughs> oh, hello, sir. Yeah. Um, but it's the idea that at some point, if you keep making more of the same movie, you will eventually start repeating the themes, like. And it's not, I don't know, like, you know, eventually you're going to start repeating the, you know, we're human, we're mutant. And that's a fault of the X-Men franchise because they kept doing it right up until the very fucking end, like Mm -hmm. really to the very fucking end. And they found a cure. There was never a movie where Magneto wasn't a fucking threat. And it's funny that the third of seven or eight X-Men movies was called The Last Stand and there were multiple stands after. Does that make sense? It's like, yeah, exactly. I, it's just not a good thing to name something the final anything or the last oh, of anything. Not, yeah. Unless you're probably, Final Fantasy, because Final Fantasy they keeps going on. Yeah, because yeah, you're not sure, really. Like, sure. <laughs> Which this one's is, the final one? This is just one of the stands. They should just name it one stand. Yeah. One of the many the stands. Stand. X3, the stand. <laughs> Stephen King's the stand. <laughs> X3. Exactly. Um, Stephen King himself didn't name it uh, the, the last stand. Yeah, he knew what was going to happen. Can't wait for Misery too um but so yeah i mean this movie yeah, is different because of the levity um i also think it, it it somehow had very different action sequences than the original i know right, it's a lot yeah, of yeah. matthew vaughn but there are there were some cool montages when they were trying to figure out and honing in their power um when you know they, they first got attacked at like whatever that cia base was yeah even yeah. up to the part where they're like gliding over the ocean and close to the, like the final oh when they're actually fighting like yeah. they're still learning yeah like at that point yeah it's really interesting and, and a whole lot of fun um yeah mm-hmm. I, I wonder yeah, if yeah. <laughs> cool do you think they had to, do you think Matthew Vaughn had a list of things he had to incorporate in the movie? Like Cerebro? Or I don't think so. I think like, I think maybe he, they, you know, the screenwriter, the mansion, Jane, Jane yeah. Goldman, I think like, you know, went back and, you know, obviously studied the lore and, and the movies as well to like implement, you know, mm-hmm. to make it familiar, but yet fresh. Cause like those scenes with Cerebro and even, um, you know, the intro of all things, like, which yeah. is like kind of like half of that footage is ripped off of the original X-Men. And the other half is actually reshot stuff. You can totally tell. Um, I don't think it was a necessity, though, because I do remember reading a quote from Matthew Vaughn saying that, like, you know, they asked him, was like, well, are, do you feel obligated to, you know, feel connected to these other movies, like these other four movies that came before you? And Matthew Vaughn, literally, his answer was like, I don't give a fuck about the other mm. ones. I God just want to make this one. Yeah. Like, he literally said, I don't give a fuck about the other ones. I just want to make this one. And nope. see, And that's the thing is like, you know, I think he tried, you know, as much as he can to have some connective tissue between the other franchise. Yeah. That being said, I totally believe he thought he was painting a very new canvas. And, with and all of this. yeah, and and I think those moments they talk about, like, I mean, we keep talking about Cerebro, but there's a lot of moments yeah. where they do reference coming back to the mansion that. Uh, they're not. Uh, I don't receive them badly or anything. Like you know, I'm not like, oh fuck, they should have made it totally different. Those were just. I think things that kind of breathe new life to the the older movies because you're like, wow, there's a little more context to that. It's kind of like when Solo, when you find out that the Millennium Falcon computer is L3. L3. You're like, oh, cool. Like, I can watch all of the other ones and be like, wow. Huh. Huh. Except for The Rise of Skywalker, which <laughs> uh, nothing happened. Uh, uh, the dead speak. Um, and I think Apparently they don't. 
because your ship doesn't speak to you. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say this this movie didn't have as big a budget as the other ones, which it may not have, Definitely but it's not. still fucking it's 160 million dollars still. That's a That's that's I mean still pretty big. That's a giant budget. But that being it's not like you know the 300 million that are probably like you know Days of Future Past and Apocalypse and I don't want to say Dark Phoenix because yeah. that looked a little low budget, but it certainly did well. Um, uh, I don't. I don't think it made a ton of money more than everything else. This right, movie made, it reinvigorated the franchise basically and made yeah. stars, or at least it cemented stardom for Nicholas Holt, um, mm. Jennifer Lawrence, and it also did bring uh, McAvoy and Fassbender to a wider audience than they were before. I and I bet you, and a lot of uh, I think film stars think of taking these roles so that they can supplement. You know the smaller, more artistic movies, maybe that right exactly. They like. Yeah, um, I'm gonna look up 2011 in film because that's when this movie Thor. came out. I, I know for I sure. I do remember Thor coming out. I, that I remember day. Super Eight came out this year. I'm pretty sure. But also well. Thor. I remember Thor. Like, no, no, that no. Was but Super thing. Eight as well. <laughs> I like Super Eight. I mean, you. I, I love Super Eight. I really do. The camera. Yeah, the number one movie. These are the highest grossing <laughs> films camera. of that year. Um, again, X Men: Days of Future's pa- Future Past. Oh, fuck, sorry. The Last Stand made about three hundred fifty million dollars. Um, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part Two came out that year. Transformers: Dark of the Moon. Oh, do you guys want to guess these or no? No. no. Pirates no, no, no. of the Caribbean: On Stranger Tides was number three. Twilight Saga: Breaking Dawn Part One. I forgot there's two parts to the finale. Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol, Kung Fu Panda 2. Ooh, Ghost Protocol? Nice. Uh, My favorite of the year, Fast Five, Toretto Family. I don't know about that. The Hangover Part 2 came out this year, The Smurfs. Revenge of the fucking sequel, that's what you're saying. And Cars 2 came out this year. Life is the highway! This was a really interesting year because the movie that came (laughs) out this year, I'm sorry, the movie that won Best Film this year was a silent film. You guys remember what that movie was? The Artist. The Artist. Yeah. Um, and the Art. Michael has a, I don't know, one best director, best actor, was also went to The Artist. Meryl Streep won best actress for The Iron Lady. Michael who? Uh, <laughs> Michael, I don't know how to say his last, Hazanavikius. Okay. Has, he's, a, he's French. Okay. Uh, he, that he, was not a French pronunciation. I, okay, homo. I'm just kidding. Um, Christopher Plummer won an act, uh, an Oscar for Best Supporting for Beginners. This is the movie. This is the movie. This is the year that The Help came out. Oh yeah. Um, Moneyball came out this year as well. But The Descendants won. Woody Allen's Midnight in Paris. Oh boy, God. Uh-oh. Best animated film was Rango. Um, Deacons. Rango. Um, Rango. Have you who directed Rango? Let me double check this. Yeah, Gore Verbinski. Yeah, Gore Verbinski. Yeah, yeah, isn't that awesome? All right, I'm not going to go down the whole This list. scene the that list. we're talking about right now. That's what we're talking about. Like the scene where they're playing chess and it was Get crazy. out of my mind, Charles. <laughs> Get out of my mind, Charles. Um, but yeah, cool, cool, cool. So that, uh, yeah, I don't know why I went down that list. I just like reading this. No, no, yeah. Like we, I think that's a really cool context. Like the cons, yeah, I think at this point, X-Men definitely isn't the only franchise and the biggest franchise. I think I was more surprised at the Thor movie this year because like, again, yeah, I, I think forgot why, that. Why, I, I remember saying that on multiple countdown episodes where like, you know, Thor the character like the way he's drawn and stuff to me i was like you can't make a movie of that guy like it's kind of weird mm. and then you went ahead and made a movie and i was like i'm very interested in this franchise now and it's not really set well it's it is happened it happens in new mexico but it is also like this uh 
like the alien it tries to be like very yeah fan- fantastical i mean the alien stuff i still have a problem with to this day but like you know i like the fact that it's still trying to be like you know Dubai frost it's very fantastical <laughs> juxtaposed with like save very the- like a modern one <laughs> rebellion save the dream <laughs> that's yeah, not the exact that's not the thing at all i know it's easier yourself but first class um great flick First class. Yeah. Oh, let's go around and give our final thoughts. Around the horn. And if you could give it a class, what class would you give it? (laughs) Oh, cargo. (laughs) Luggage. Under the plane. Damn. I'm just kidding. Um, What do you say about it, Duffin? Oh, fine. I'll start. We'll go to Andrew and then we'll finish with John. I love this movie. I love the historical context where it is. I think it does add a lot more to the original X-Men films, which is all I want from any sequel or prequel. Um, It is totally different than the other X-Men films. It still is. I enjoy it more, I think, when the movies are like this. And I think that the audience, I mean, it seems like it, it, it did it did well enough to reboot the franchise. It may not have made as much money as humanly possible, but most superhero films currently, I mean, it's ahead of its time. Most superhero films now want you to be a little bit more meta. They want you to be the films to be fun and to have high stakes, but the, you know, the characters still, you know, enjoy each other and there's plenty of like good uh, goodness in it. So I think it's ahead of its time. If this movie, this is probably, here's what I'll say. This is probably the closest to an MCU X-Men movie that we'll see of any For of the other while. X-Men oh, movies. Oh, definitely. Does that make sense? Yes, like yes. It's, it, it's auteur enough because you feel Matthew Vaughn's presence You kind of it. like hit it right on the, on the head. There. Yeah, like, but yeah. it's definitely, I, I don't know if it's family friendly, but it's family friendly enough to fit in the MCU. The stakes are perfect for what it's it's trying to be. Um, so I think, honestly, of even I, I won't even say just X Men. Of all the movies, the non MCU movies we're going to talk about, this is the closest to an uh, an MCU movie that technically isn't. Um, yeah, first class. I'll give it. I'll give it more than first class. I give it the pilot seat, baby. <laughs> the nose of the airplane. I think this movie is the Sully of the X Men franchise. Ooh, hot take. I'm just Andrew? kidding. Logan's good too. Um, I like this movie a lot. Uh, I still I've liked it ever since it came out. That's why um, uh, Emmanuel texted me and John about it. Like, man, this movie's really good. I was like, yeah, it's been really good for a long time. Still, like, it 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 ages this well. And, this and Spider Verse have been the best movies we reviewed for this uh, new season back of to back. Yeah, well, and that's why I told John I'm the one who recommended. This that's all the truth. Because I remember I, I was about I to wanted, say, what did I say? I wanted to do something. Yeah, John was fan, like fan four stick. Yeah, he said the Fan Foreskin one, and it was a porn parody of Fantastic Four. <laughs> okay, I was like, whoa. Yeah, the 2015 one. And so, anyway, um, yeah, I've liked this movie for a long time, and I continue to like it, and I will continue to like it until the end of my years. Yeah, um, this year, coronavirus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, but if anybody could save us from the coronavirus, it would be the X-Men, for sure. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, in, yeah, in, because they fly first class, so they don't mute, get it. Mutations. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I know. Hopefully, we don't get a mutated coronavirus in the next one. I mean, next year but um yeah it's uh fun for the whole family um it's hilarious it's both equally as hilarious as it is um good it's got to it really expands on some of the x-men in a way that you never thought that we were going to get we get them from the get-go all super heavily powered and to the max of their abilities and they can't learn and that that's what i think was uh, kind of dull by the end of the third x-men movie it's, it's like, so effortless well, for them there's also like no character progression yeah. in a lot of them besides unless you're wolverine and gene yeah and, I mean, it's true like literally magneto just barely slips his finger and then 
and the, the bridge collapses yeah, yeah, or something. And you're like, oh, yeah, I get it. Like, like fuck. Yeah. And so, um, in this Partially, one too, I don't think Ian McKellen could do much more than... Yeah, and in this one, it's cool because he's, he's having trouble, you know, taking the submarine out and he kind of learns to, to... Lifting it out of the fucking Yeah, and ocean. it's one of the coolest uh, uh, scenes in the movie. Yeah. And then uh, he turns the uh, the satellite and he ends up stopping all the missiles and stuff. And so, um, there's a lot of really, really cool uh, things that you get to see the original Beast and... Because the original Beast wasn't blue. Yeah. He was just he just had the feet thing going for him and the strength and the, the but, brains. But you know what they say about big feet? They make a they make a dick joke in this a in this dick. movie. <laughs> yeah. And they make a big a big dick joke in this uh um she's like it's hairy and blue. Oh. <laughs> uh, but um Mutant and Proud. Uh first class. All the way across. Wow. To, first to class. and fro. Whoa, round trip. Round trip first it's, uh, class. Not advisable to travel currently. It's Andrew, true. So. Fuck. We will be more than likely. We will be more than happy to reschedule your flight without any of the transfer fees involved normally. Oh wow! Look at that. I just we just we're watching the scene now where they're all wearing the yellow and blue. Kind of unique to this movie, right? I don't right. think they it's, wear this. It's, they, they wear, wear it in, in the comics in Dark Phoenix too. Yeah, very classic. Oh, but I'm saying the movies because they always they try yeah, to modernize it. It's always black like jumpsuits. You happen to be X Men because there's hey, an X. What on would your... you prefer? yellow spandex exactly oh, that's an actual God. line in the original x-men movie okay um x-men first <laughs> class um i was just telling drew when we were re-watching this to watch you know to get up you know to get prepared for the podcast um i was thinking this might be the best x-men movie wow logan uh over that <gasps> yeah, I would say Days of Future Past, Logan, this one, and then X Men One. I, w- I would put X Men Two. Days of Future Past is up there, but the thing is, like, you know, you can't have that without having this movie. And this movie really did kind yeah. of change the game Here, for all the X Men movies going forward. After this, we'll have this conversation yeah. for Days of Future Past. But I, the only thing with Days of Future Past that I think is interesting is it is. It really relies on you watching a ton of other ones. Yeah, right. Oh, the, the Days of Future Past is like what Drew said is like it's the Avengers level event yep. for these X-Men movies. Yep. That being said, did they blow their load a little too early? Because I think, mm. well, because there was two movies after that and then it fizzled out. Yeah. You know what they mean? jack like, off too hard? No. Well, yeah, you're like, who cares? You just solve time. Right, yeah, yeah. So like, you don't give a shit about Apocalypse or even the Phoenix at that point. Like, you know, like, wait, what, you know, you know I'm a fan of, the old, where's the old Wolverine? I'm a minimalism fan, so maybe that's why I love Logan so much. I love Westerns and it's literally Logan a Western. A, I, again, like, whatever. I'm going to go ahead and just say like, Logan, the Wolverine movies are on their own separate thing, even though it is very X-Men. Those first two are very X-Men-y, but Logan makes that Wolverine trilogy its own thing. You can right. kind of yeah. you can kind of bleed in X Men Origins into the the other X Men yeah. films because it's Ugh. schlocky. It's and a Wolverine, nothing but no, but it's also nothing but like mutants. Like you know, you have a Deadpool, Wraith. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, you have Wraith. You have a, a I early version of that Booth. fight on the. You have Gambit and shit. Like you know, you have people like that you wouldn't yeah. see in other movies, and they're weird too. Right? Like I don't even think there is a single Wolverine only movie. But um, James Mangold's The Wolverine and also James Mangold's Logan, like they're not bad movies. Like you know, they kind of. That being said, like those two movies kind of make their trilogy separate, like just X Men spinoffs. Like, kind of like the way you know. If we were talking about Birds of Prey and Suicide Squad or something, mm. like in the spinoffs. But this movie, as far as X-Men, like this has the best team dynamic X-Men-wise yeah. ever. Like, you know, there's a little bit of a hint, and uh, again, forgive me for saying this, there's a hint of team dynamic in Dark Phoenix that we didn't get in the, in the other movies. Yeah. But, um, like, yeah, I would go ahead and say that, like, over Days of Future Past and fucking uh, Apocalypse that we got a team dynamic in Dark Phoenix that we haven't seen since 
first class, but it's still done the best in first class because the X-Men as themselves are supposed to be like a, a, a team, like a freaking, like, you know, a yeah. special forces team. And you don't see it as, as well as it's done in this movie. I, I will say this is probably the most accessible X-Men movie that can be Definitely. I think you can liked show by this, everyone. Yeah, you can show this to a person who's never seen the old Brian Singer films. And still enjoy it. And then, yeah. I think really Days like of Future Past definitely rewards you for having watched all of them because it is literally like one of the best of combining all of the lore across multiple it's timelines. It's a really good superhero movie it's in insane. general. Yeah. And then I think Logan... It's a hard R movie, so it's not like right. you're going to be Logan is hard. The, Logan is the dark knight of yeah. these movies. And Lucky Logan, uh, not related. Uh, not <laughs> yeah. It's a different movie. But Today. I do love uh, X-Men First Class. Is, um, I'm so very disappointed that, like, you know, that Matthew Vaughn didn't come back. My bad. Sorry. This yeah. just that. I mean, obviously, he didn't. He wanted to move on because, like, he. Yeah, and think also, he Brian was, like, Singer's a piece of shit. Yeah, he's Brian apparently Singer, a really bad guy. So. Brian Singer is is a piece of shit. Like, you know, you know, no doubt about that. So is Brett Ratner. So the X Men franchise has That's been the entire franchise. Yeah. Kind of been. Uh, no, James Mangold cursed. and, and uh, James Mangold and uh, yeah. Matthew Vaughn are, yeah. are great people. And so is Simon Kimberg. Ford v Ferrari. Simon Kimberg is a great guy. He but just kind of sucks. Yeah, at making doing this stuff. Yeah, there you go. He's also. Um, from an older generation. Well, no, he? Simon like Kimberg. I, I will say this about Simon Kimberg. Um, he's done he's some. A, he's a boomer. No, but he's done some uh, Star Wars Rebels and uh, Clone yeah. Wars stuff, which is pretty cool. He's sure. is cool. He's probably one of the go-to screenwriters, right? Yeah, like that's of, why. Like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. I, I'm very disappointed that his Dark Phoenix didn't end up well. But um, one of the worst yeah. movies of the year. But First Class. We well, almost um, forgot that it even came out just last year. Like it's almost like. First class is a great movie. Like it's yeah. it's it's almost the quintessential intro X Men movie now. Like yeah. you don't watch the first one because it's very dated. Mm-hmm. The second one's kind of getting there. It's 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 a Wolverine. Yeah, and then the third one is again like it's campy as fuck. It's almost like in Ghost Rider status. Um, X Men Origins Wolverine is the same way. Like you know it's it was Shit Hugh Jackman. Well, no, it's show. just it's Hugh Jackman throwing a star power around, which is understandable. Yeah. You know everybody has. Is that those. the one that happens in Japan? No, that's, that's a different one. I love that one. That's that a, one I was like, good. that one was pretty fun. But the, the, the other one, the other one's like the CGI heavy not. one. Oh, with the Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Okay, the, the, yeah. Liv and Schreiber. Liv Schreiber as, as a... Sabertooth. 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 Teeth. This Shaber one teeth. is a really cool middle ground and a very good introduction to this whole universe, whether if you wanted to go back and watch those old ones yeah. or if you want to just watch the new ones. Yeah, Professor X is all horned up before he loses his leg. He's fucking He has a drunken... Fuck everybody. He has a drunk scene which is really awesome because you can totally it's kind of fucked up he uses yeah. his powers to get laid yeah exactly he's like thinking about it and he's like oh your favorite drink is this boom I just but ordered that for you that, very touchy uh, I don't know and a, little, just like, a little meta Hollywood that's uh, meta Hollywood yeah. oh shit no it fucking is. hell like you brought that up there. it's a scene that Brian Singer wrote himself <laughs> Jeez. they say write what you know ouch um, so on that note let's uh, wrap it up what are, what are your plugs <laughs> my plugs i don't actually have any plugs um this is it's well look march april it's may i want to plug wash your fucking hands yeah there. yeah exactly yeah, brush your fucking teeth yeah wipe your ass twice yeah do all those things um, <laughs> hygiene yeah no but in all seriousness um please if, be safe yeah if there. the coronavirus yeah. is still a thing <laughs> well the thing a, is like yeah month. like um yeah be safe um be courteous obviously do the stuff you do if you're sick, please do not go out and like inter- interact with people and shit. Um, John's plugging. Listen health. to this podcast a lot, though. Like, 
Well, I'm just saying, because, like, it's actually, it might get real in the next couple of weeks. We don't really know. Probably will. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's real now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's starting to get real. So, like, you know, just be safe. And, um, you know. Um, stay safe. He's like a drug dealer. If you want to um, stay home, you can listen to hours of this podcast. You can go to Literally Reven- hours. Yeah, Revenge of the Sequel, Countdown to Infinity, Countdown to Skywalker, all all of them good stuff. I'd say we are probably. The Sitting Room. The Sitting Room yeah. is actually really funny. So, we have so, hours like, of know. stuff perfect for a quarantine. And I then, don't know if it would last 90 once days. Once you run out of stuff. Sign up for the Patreon. <laughs> There's even more. There's 72 exclusive episodes already on Patreon. I had no idea this. This it's is all of just yeah, ass clapping. I just want to review games, yeah. all kinds of shit on Patreon. I just want to plug you guys' health. So yeah, please be safe. Yeah, especially to our overseas listeners who yeah, exactly. We're, they are might maybe be more exposed to it than we are. Yeah, and we're we you know all joking aside, we know you guys are going through something very serious. Um, it's scary. It, it is. It it, it, it alters is, your yeah. life. It changes even if it's just for a week. It's changed. Right. Exactly. Your I mean, ability to earn and income. It's losing everybody a lot of money. It's losing everyone a lot of money except for health. Uh, yeah, sure. except for toilet paper. But except for Charmin. Yeah. You know what? I will say though, people overseas. I'm jealous of your healthcare system. I know a lot of you aren't paying anything or, to yeah. get cared for, and we are paying uh, basically sticker price. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I mean, if, I, if I get it, I'm, I'm. I don't know if I'm as good as dead, but I can't get tested. Get on that Patreon. Like, oh. <laughs> Because yeah. John will need it. Yeah. Andrew, what do you have to plug? Uh, me and my plug's going to look like shit now. <laughs> um, <We're>, comic. Uh, <laughs> uh, I work at a, at a fucking comic book store. Um, like but for real, keep coming to the comic book store. <laughs> to open still. If yeah. you're not sick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Duh. You know, I was thinking, you know, that reminded me of Incredibles. That would be an interesting live action movie, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be this. It would be the Fantastic Four, basically. Oh, I see. Yeah, um, that's true. Alasta. I work at a comic book store here with some fantasies. Uh, you like X Men? Come check us out. Boom. Um, we have more episodes of this show. Go to patreoncom pod Support the pod. It goes a really long way, um, and you get a ton of exclusive episodes. Right now, there's two a week. That may go down soon, but there there are two new episodes every right, single week. Yeah. And we apologize there. for the the break. Laps. It's just there is going to be an obvious break between us. <laughs> If it happens. Here's what I'll say. Because of the way scheduling is and because of Sophia recording episodes with me, there has not been a single break on Patreon. That's awesome. But on the public feed, there has been months-long breaks. Fuck. But that will be uh, rectified when this comes out publicly. But thank you so much. Go to tpublic.com, search stuff and pod. That helps us too. Listen to all of the shows. It Yeah. Our, our, I think actually next week, if I'm not saying next week is the five-year anniversary of Revenge of the Sequel. And there's all kinds of fun stuff going on. Nice. Cool. All um, right. We will probably have something cool planned out for you. Yeah. We can't really tell you now, but like it, it'll be to cool. To be honest, this coronavirus may throw a wrench into a lot of things. We will see. Yeah, totally. What's left after it. What le- what's left of the world. All right. <laughs> on that note. <sighs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Signing off. <laughs>